0: Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network.
1: Y'all ready for this?
0: This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the
1: business we've chosen.
0: I just want you to know, Chuck, I've been thinking about you.
1: This is like... Catching a big brown trout on the White River, I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck.
0: Give me the hogs, Chuck! Give me the hogs! Man, there's already a lot of traffic in Fayetteville. It is going to be a busy weekend. There's stuff going on tonight. There's obviously a football game tomorrow. And you can feel the excitement as you make your way around Fayetteville today. And that is where we begin. On this Friday edition of the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, mentioned the uh, soccer team, first-round NCAA matchup with Grambling tonight. Basketball team takes on Gardner-Webb at 7 o'clock at Bud Walton Arena. And then, of course, the football game tomorrow. And that is where I want to begin today, with the Razorbacks and Auburn. 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Hogs are feeling a lot better about themselves after that win at Florida a week ago. Auburn feeling very good about themselves. They've gone from 3-4 and four to 5-4, and four, and they are on the cusp of bowl eligibility. This was Sam Pittman talking about the Tigers on his radio show Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, I think they're a hot team right now. Obviously, they've won two SEC games in a row and and, uh, have a winning record, uh, five and four. They're probably obviously talking about bowl eligibility and those type things. Uh, We're just trying to take one at a time and see if we can't get another one this week and Obviously, if practice has anything to do with it, which I think it does, uh, we've had three really good days of practice. But we know they have a very physical team. Uh, they run a similar offense that we do, They're but they're running the ball at 190, 191 yards a game. So we've got to stop the run there. And then they are a mix and match and uh, secondary wise and a lot of blitz and movement. Uh, on the uh, offensive front. Now,
0: obviously, there's
1: been a lot of focus on the offense,
0: and it has fueled the conversation about Razorback football, certainly over the last couple of weeks since the dismissal of Dan Enos, the promotion of Kenny Guyton, and, hey, let's face it, when you go from three points and firing your offensive coordinator to 39 points in your next outing, I mean, clearly, something's happened. And it was fun to watch in Gainesville. But I really think the story, and I'm going to talk more about the offense in a minute, by the way. But I really think the story tomorrow is going to be what happens on the defensive side of the ball. You know, Auburn and Arkansas both have been very good at forcing turnovers. Auburn's got 11 interceptions. They got one guy that's got four. You know, Arkansas has been good on defense. Arkansas's picked off, I guess, seven after last week, four scores by the defense this season. So both these sides have been very opportunistic, and they've done a good job at forcing turnovers. Turnover, a strip, and a score is what Arkansas, or what gave Arkansas the lead, or a two-touchdown lead, I should say, at Florida last weekend. So it's been a big part of what both teams do. And whoever wins that battle tomorrow, I suspect may be the one who wins the game. Both teams have very good kickers. You know, we've got Cam Little, and I don't think anybody would trade him for anyone in America. Uh, But their guy's good, too. His name's Alex McPherson. He's not missed anything this year. He's 9-for-9 on field goals. He's got a long of 53 yards. He's been perfect on his extra points. So he's not missed anything at all. They've hung their hat on him a time or two. And they've generally, when they have, uh, come away with what they've wanted. So both those guys are good. And that may end up, I don't know if it'll be a wash at the end of the day, but both guys have kickers who can keep them in the ball game. Auburn's got three really good defensive players. Eugene Asante's their middle linebacker. He's very good. Harris on the defensive line. Simpson in the secondary. He's the one with four interceptions. But you know Arkansas last week, It looked like Arkansas. looked like the old Razorback teams that we grew accustomed to seeing, not not just last year, two years ago particularly. 226 rushing yards, 481 yards of total offense. It was K.J. and it was Rocket Sanders down the stretch as the Razorbacks came away with a win. Sam Pittman said a couple of things, or actually said this one thing here on his radio show Wednesday night. It's not a real long clip. But it kind of explains in a nutshell what this RPO system does for the Razorbacks.
1: In an RPO system, you can call plays that have run and you pass off of it. You can have runs and you can run off of it, run your quarterback. And what we did in the second half, especially, is we called a bunch of run to run. So it either Rocket's going to carry it with our offensive line or KJ's going to carry it. Those are our two best players. And so that's what we ended up doing. And that's why we scored, I think it was three of the last four drives are four of four we scored. As I
0: said earlier this week, all the optimism that we had for this Razorback team back in the summer centered around K.J. Jefferson and Rocket Sanders as a one-two punch. You know, if, if Rocket had been healthy during the course of the season, uh, we might have seen more games like what we saw this past Saturday where down the stretch you got two big guys running the football with authority. I mean, that poor number 14, that defensive back for Florida, the one who K.J. trucked, I mean, he'd been trucking him all day. By the time they got to that play, that kid didn't want any more. And that's the way Rocket is too. Rocket will wear you down. You know, he'll make defensive backs particularly shy away from lowering their shoulder. But both those guys had great games. For Arkansas to win tomorrow, both these guys are going to have to have great games. I just think that's where they are offensively. They've got some other weapons. We've seen those on display. But for this team to win out, for this team to beat Auburn first, K.J. and Rocket, I suspect, are going to have to be the leaders. You know, there's been some talk this week about what an up-tempo, what a little bit more RPO uh, might mean for the offensive linemen. Certainly last week against Florida, we saw a different at least in terms of overall performance, we saw a different offensive line than the one we had seen. Brady Latham, captain, a guy who's going to make his 45th career start in the ball game against Auburn. Had some thoughts, and I thought they were interesting.
1: So, uh, I mean, first off, Coach Guyton is an awesome coach. He brought energy the entire week, and it was authentic, and it was real, and the players could relate to it a lot. He's a, he's a great leader, and the team really rallied. Rally behind him, so I think that was the biggest thing for us during the week. And then we were able to take that energy and just, uh, I mean, it's rough losing, and it's rough losing over and over, but when you're really, really hungry to win, and you have that good energy, and you have that determination, that's the difference, I think. I've been through this before, and I think this time, you know, we were able to, we have great coaches, and like I said, good energy. We never gave up. And that's the difference. That's why we were able to pull ourselves out of it. We didn't make excuses. We didn't uh, play the blame game. We just kept working, and it paid off last week.
0: Now, the offensive line is going to have some issues in this game. Patrick Kudis is not going to play. He's out with an ankle sprain. Tykeese Crawford's going to start at right tackle. I suspect we will see Devin Manuel start at left tackle in this game. He probably – in fact, not probably, he did. Played the best of those at that spot last week. So I would suspect that he'll get the start. And Sham will be the one that probably backs up at both the left tackle and the right tackle spots. We'll see how that unfolds. But that is a bit of an issue coming out of last week. Now having said all that, if you really watch what unfolded last week, and this is no disrespect to Patrick Kutis, But I'm not sure Tykes Crawford wasn't better. You know, when you really watch the entire game and you focus in on that spot, we'll see how it transpires today. But that is something the Razorbacks are going to have to be mindful of. (music) Let me pause just for a moment and talk to you about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, the real estate company that I partnered with as both a buyer and a seller multiple times. I'll tell you one of the things, particularly the first time around, that was really important to me. You know, I didn't really understand all about the inspection, and I didn't really know all about title companies. And, um, you know, they do. And that's part of being a real estate professional. They do understand the market, they do know the neighborhoods, they do have relationships with some of the elite builders in Northwest Arkansas, but they also understand where to steer you to a great inspector, to a good lender, to a good title company. All the things that come with buying or selling a home, they guided me. And my experience was great. And I think that'll be your experience, too. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. You're going to see their yellow signs all over town. And you can log on to WikerGriffin.com.
1: I kind of like the hogs there, Chuck.
0: Basketball tonight at Bud Walton Arena. The Razorbacks and Gardner-Webb. Arkansas is a prohibitive favorite, as you might imagine. But there have been upsets already in college hoops, and I'm sure Muss is going to be preaching about that in the locker room before the game tonight. Earlier this week, Presbyterian, a team that went 5-27 a year ago, went to Vanderbilt and beat the Commodores at Memorial Gymnasium. Went in there and beat them. They're the same conference that Gardner-Webb's in. In fact, Gardner-Webb's picked to finish higher in the conference than is Presbyterian. And I know Vanderbilt was playing without a lot of their, their key players. They've got some injuries early on. But still, you lose a team out of the Big South that went 5-27 a season ago and is picked in the cellar of their league again this year. So it can happen. The Abilene Christian team that's going to be in here on December 21st, they've already beaten Oklahoma State in Stillwater. We talked earlier this week about Michigan State, the fourth-ranked team in the country, losing it home to James Madison. All that stuff will be preached. Muscle mentioned all that stuff. Already has, I'm sure. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see how much water it holds. But uh, they're going to play at 7 o'clock tonight, and uh, Razorbacks trying to move officially to 2-0 and on the season. I know a lot of people are getting ready for football, and that brings me to the Saracen app, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. If you've not downloaded it, you need to do so. You'll find out very quickly why it truly is Vegas, Arkansas style. Now, there are lots of games that you can wager on. Basketball tonight, college football tomorrow, the NFL on Sunday. Lots of the games are going to be out there for you to watch and you to make a pick on. But if you're going to be the most informed, you really do need to download the Bet Saracen app. Maybe you're one who likes to place wagers on the Razorbacks, former Razorbacks who are playing professionally now. Maybe a wager on the Razorback game Saturday, Hogs minus two and a half, by the way, according to the Bet Saracen app. Or maybe you just like to place a wager on the game you're watching. They can do all of that at the Bet Saracen app. They've got a how to play video, they'll get you ready to roll at the Bet Saracen app. Hey, I didn't mention a minute ago, and I meant to. There are really two interesting SEC basketball games on tap tonight. Number nine, Tennessee, is playing at Wisconsin. And I mean at Wisconsin, in Madison. It's not one of these tournaments in Vegas or somewhere else. They're going to the home of the Badgers. And they're going to play at 8 o'clock tonight. If you are a Peacock subscriber, you can watch the game there. And up in Columbia... At Mizzou Arena tonight, Missouri's going to host Memphis. That's going to be a good game. You know, Memphis, we know about Penny Hardaway. Mizzou, Dennis Gates, they like to get up and down the floor. That's going to be a fun game to watch. That'll be at 8 o'clock tonight on the SEC Network. All right, football tomorrow. Let's go to the Betts, Harrison app, see what we got. Of course, the Razorbacks in Auburn at 3 o'clock, as we mentioned. Arkansas minus minus two and a half. In fact, as I update my app right now, I see it's minus two at the betts Saracen app. So that'll be something to watch between now and kickoff time. All right, here's the rest of the games. Alabama plays at Kentucky. That's at 11 o'clock in the morning on ESPN. Alabama's an 11-point favorite on the road in Lexington against the Wildcats. Vandy in South Carolina. Vandy's a 14-point favorite at home, 11 o'clock in the morning. Mizzou and Tennessee, good matchup. 14th-ranked Missouri, 13th-ranked Tennessee. CBS, 230. Tennessee on the road, minus 2.5 over Missouri. Ole Miss plays at Georgia. That's on ESPN tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Georgia's an 11-point favorite. Ole Miss is 8-1. Georgia's 9-0. and 0. LSU and Florida play tomorrow night on the SEC Network, six thirty. LSU's a 15-point favorite. That's a lot of points as they play in Baton Rouge. And speaking of a lot of points, Texas A&M 630 tomorrow night on the Deuce at home against Mississippi State. The Aggies minus 17? That's a lot of points to give away. There's a lot out there. A lot to pay attention to this weekend. We've got the NFL on Sunday. Basketball tonight, football tomorrow. There's another basketball game on Monday night. So we're going to be busy. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll reconvene on Monday. Recap all of it. Till then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search hit that line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent.